The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, warm greetings on this first Monday of the year, 2023. We made it this far, and um, happy to start this year this way with all of you, as I have this last uh, two years now, that um, two Januaries, it's remarkable that we've had this time together and a chance to do this kind of teaching and practice. So thank you for this chance, opportunity for me. So um, one of the things that I want to emphasize uh, today is um, relatedness. That um, certainly just I just evoked our relatedness through this 7 a.m. sitting, this early morning. And, um, and uh, there's a relationship that is here. Even if you're the, for the first time here, welcome. Um, you're somewhat in relationship now uh, to what's happening here, to my teaching to me and, I, and me to you. Without that relationship, what's happening here today would not happen. And, um, and one of the key elements of Dharma practice is, in fact, to foc- focus on relatedness. Not, not in some large, abstract way, uh, but in an immediate way, here and now. So there's a, it's, we don't often re- uh, focus on the relationship that exists. We often focus on um, the things of the world objects, people. And so there's an object of our thoughts, an object of our concern, and we're focusing on that person said this and that was wrong, or that was great, or that person's doing that, or, or we're focusing on ourselves as an object. Uh, me, I'm, I'm the victim, I'm the, the wonderful person, delusions of grandeur perhaps, but I'm here, and, uh, and things are happening to me and I'm measuring what's happening to me about whether it's good for me or bad for me or something. And I don't want to diminish the role of that. There's a place for that kind of thinking, for sure. But uh, when we enter into the Dharma, there's a, a new orientation. And that is what takes precedence is how all these objects, including oneself, are relating to each other. In between you and me, there's a relationship. In between uh, me and my breakfast, there's a relationship. The breakfast supports me. I take interest in the breakfast, and uh, and between the two, uh, you know, the breakfast occurs. And um, and a tremendous amount of our life, immediate life, is occurring because of what's in relationship to us, what's in relationship to this mutuality. Um, our life is, uh, is related to the oxygen that's around us. Without that, we wouldn't live. That relationship of how the 
or the way that we interact with oxygen is crucial for us to be alive. There's us, there's oxygen, and so how we relate to it, the connection. And you can go through a whole list of things like that. And one of the important aspects of Dharma practice is to stay close to that place of relatedness. What is that relationship? And some of that time that relationship is our doing. We like and we don't like something. We want, we don't want something. We're uh, open and aware of something or we're shut down or we're asserting ourselves on something. So it's how we're relating to it is important. How we're relating to ourselves. We have a not-so-nice thought. And then what's the relationship we form to that thought? We judge ourselves by it, or we attack it, or something. And uh, we have a wonderful thought, and we take pride in it, and want to show off to other people this wonderful realization we have. And so, what is that relationship? And how to keep that relationship be one? That's where freedom is found. We're not necessarily becoming free ourselves. Uh, We are freeing the relationship between us and all things, including ourselves. And uh, so freeing ourselves from this preoccupation with self, measuring everything from the vantage point of me, myself, and mine, and instead looking at the relationship, the relatedness, Is that relatedness skillful or unskillful? Is it helpful or not? Is it healthy or not? Does there, to keep it really simple, is there an ouch in that relatedness? Or is there an ah? So I'll talk more about this, but for now, to take a meditation posture Gently close the eyes. And just sitting here quietly. In what way are you activated in your mind, your emotions, your heart? That could be seen as a way of relating to something or a way in which there's a relationship with something outside of you and yourself. The relatedness between sometimes it's initiated by what's around us, sometimes what's within us. When I came to IMC today, I was being related to by the cold. And I had a relationship to that cold. So what, what, what is the relatedness that's operating most for you now? Relatedness is not necessarily what you do in relating, 
something might be relating to you, impacting you, having an effect on you. The cold, the warmth, And then perhaps you can take a few moments to relate to your body with a gentle, tender appreciation. Probably your body is doing it the best it can with how it is. We can take the body for granted in so many ways to appreciate the body. And the appreciation is a relatedness. Maybe it's more important that appreciation than it is you doing the appreciating. Just let there be appreciation. And then there's your body breathing. There's a significant impact on you that you breathe. Breathing relates to everything about you that is living. Everything you can experience has an experience in your, with your body, depends on breathing to keep the whole show going. And how are you relating to the breathing? Can you adjust that relatingness to something that's allowing and easeful, appreciative? Is there some appropriate way that you can trust the body breathing? And with that trust, to accompany your breathing, the rhythm of breathing in and breathing out. And if anything takes you away from your breathing, 
chances are it's because of the nature of some relationship to something. Not the something, but the relationship you have or it has with you.
one way or another you are relating to something, is that relating supportive or unsupportive for you? Is it beneficial or unbeneficial? Could it be more beneficial? Could there be a right effort in the relatedness?
there is always relatingness, relatedness. How are you relating? Or how are you receiving? What is relating to you? And then as we come to the end of the sitting, imagine that the way that you are relating to any other person at any given time or group of people, that the way that you relate was, is not invisible. Like a musician has the instrument, musical instrument and as they're playing the instrument. And in relationship to those two things, there comes music. So for you, if there's the person you're with, the way there's you, and, and if the way that you related came out like music that people could hear, or came out as colors that people could see, or smells that they could smell. How would you think that the way that you relate would appear to other people? Would it be beautiful? Would it be not so beautiful? Would there be a sense of harmony, balance? Or would it be discordant?
to offer goodwill, kindness, maybe is the way to bring beauty in the relatedness. Beautiful music, beautiful colors, smells. It's a way of beautifying this world. And while people do not necessarily see with their eyes, literally, the way we relate to the world has a big impact on ourselves and the world. And at the end of the meditation is a valuable time because maybe, just maybe, you have more of opportunity to have a healthy and sincere well-wishing for others. And so to spend the next minute with that well-wishing for individuals, for groups of people, for everyone. May all people be happy. May all people be safe. May all people be peaceful. May all people be free. And may all of us meditating together go out into the world to make a collective beauty, collective music, through simple acts of kindness. May our meditation be for the benefit and the welfare of all people. Thank you.